Well, we are coming to the end now of 2023 officially, and what a year it was. In the city of Vancouver, it was certainly a time of change at City Hall and a change of, well, let's say, attitude in some ways from City Council. So what were some of the accomplishments and what can we expect to hear and see in the year ahead? Well, for that, we thought we would ask ABC Councillor Mike Klassen, who joins us now. Now, this has been your first full year of being on City Council. How did you find it? Uh, I get asked that question every day, uh, and I guess and I give the answer multiple times per day. I really like what I'm doing right now. I, it's such a privilege and an honor, really, uh, to be able to put in the hours, meet with people in the community, and work with great people to try and move the city forward. So, um, it's I'm fairly unflinching in that response. It's just it's uh, it's a city that I was born and raised in. Uh, I love the city, and I I want us to be able to kind of move forward. So, it, I'm enjoying it. Okay, well, let's talk about the reality check, too, though. Obviously, when you are brought into office, it's different from being outside office and saying you should be able to do X, Y, Z. Was there a reality check for you here, too, on some issues? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, just from the very beginning when we started looking at our budget numbers, for example, and seeing how many departments have been cut, even sort of basic things like just keeping the streets clean, keeping the boulevards um, mowed and maintained, gardens, uh, you know, when I saw the the fact that we had slashed that budget by about 20% about a decade ago, and you could see it. I mean, everybody used to use the word gritty for me. So Vancouver was looking gritty, and I said, we don't need to be gritty. We, we should look good, as good as our neighbors at least. And so uh, we were able to add that budget, but, of course, it led to – it was measures like that that led to a, a pretty st- stiff tax increase that, you know, we're not super excited about, but – we're working now to make sure that we can bring those costs down and make sure that uh, you know, we focus on that affordability piece for, for Vancouverites. That's part of the thing that gets politicians criticized, though, isn't it? Is that it's easy to say one thing when you're running for election and then you find that reality hits you. So how do you balance that? I think you just have to be honest and level with people. Um, the fact is, is that, yeah, you don't, you, you're working in a little bit of a vacuum of information, uh, but at the same time, uh, I think people accept the fact that you are... Um, if you're upfront with them and you explain to them what you're trying to do, uh, then they're generally more accepting of, of the measures you need to take. And, and like I say, in the, in the short term, um, you know, things like taxes are, are, are issues that we are um, working on and, and committing to, to lowering. So we had a 3% reduction from last year, and we're hoping to keep that pattern going for the next couple of years. Well, let's talk about the priorities then for the year ahead. For 2024, what do you want to see tackled by the City of Vancouver? Well, obviously, the biggest uh, challenge facing the entire country is housing. And so we've begun to take steps with uh, last year, this um, in 2023, the largest uh, one-time rezoning of the city for missing middle housing. So meaning we could have multiplex housing, uh, four or six units in neighborhoods that have been traditionally sort of single detached housing, uh, maybe with a laneway. Um, but I think we're, as we're moving forward, we have to continue to make sure that it's easy. Um, the, the actual you know, cost to develop things has skyrocketed, um, whether it's mortgage rates, uh, the cost of infrastructure. Fortunately, uh, we're working extremely well with senior levels of government. We're seeing funding that just was recently announced, the Housing Accelerator Fund, which will help us on some of that infrastructure, uh, those pipes and sewers that are needed in neighborhoods uh, where we're going to be adding more density. Um, the policies around more density around SkyTrain stations and rapid transit, I think, is is going to really be a really great incentive for for more housing development. And, 
And then our 3331 plan, which effectively is just reduce the times to try and make sure the permits and approvals are happening. Um, so that work has begun, including some new technology that will allow people to do online and get an approval for a laneway house or eventually a detached house or a small, uh, smaller building. Um, and and that's, that's the work that's ongoing. And, and I think that's why, because people want to see more housing get built faster. And that's a, a mantra that we repeat every day. Okay, so what will we notice? What will Vancouver residents and people outside of Vancouver notice in Vancouver in 2024? I think that there, we've been hearing a lot. Public safety was a a, a big issue during the election campaign. Um, So neighborhoods that have been feeling that pressure, Chinatown, for example. I mean, if you're down in Chinatown walking around today, you can go to some of the really cool uh, bars or even do some shopping there. It's a completely different um, feeling down there now. There's, it's being cleaned regularly. They've been attacking the graffiti. Um, the, the feeling of safety is starting to set in there. And I think we're going to continue to try and work on, on those historic neighborhoods. So we have a, a plan that you're going to start seeing some, some big changes happening uh, in Gastown. Uh, it's, a, it's a multi-year plan, but we're going to be starting to pilot more closures to allow um, have more street activity and sort of um, street parties there. Uh, we're going to see improvements on the actual infrastructure because, you know, the bricks are looking a little bit tired down there. Um, and there is even a proposal to make a Cordova Street um, uh, two-way rather than one-way going eastbound to eventually allow um, uh, traffic to be moved right off of Water Street so we can have those closures and not have too much traffic disruption. So I think you're going to see that. I also think in South Vancouver, uh, we're going to be seeing um, some more exciting things. I, I just met yesterday with um, the organizers of a uh, Filipino cultural festival. We have a huge Filipino um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, population in the city. Um, you know, we've had Baisaki for sort of the Punjabi and, and South Asian community. Uh, we've got uh, Lunar New Year celebrations coming up. Uh, so it'll be just really exciting to have um, that cultural festival. Um, and uh, we've also responded to the community. We've, we've been making new investments on a, on a turf field, a uh, splash park, and, and just trying to work with uh, people who in the south side of the city who really felt, I think deservedly, um, the, that they've been under underserved by the yeah. city. So. That is so true. I um I lived in South Vancouver, you know, in my high school years there when I lived in Vancouver as a kid and it it feels neglected these days. It doesn't feel as attached to the rest of the city. It feels like it's been looked over. Yeah, that's partly historical. I mean, it literally was a different, it was the district to South Vancouver until the late 1920s and then it was uh, uh, amalgamated into the the whole city. But um, I think you're right. I mean, I grew up in South Van as well and, and uh, in the Killarney area. And, you know, it was kind of a sleepy little area with one little shopping mall. But eventually, I think you're going to start to see more energy in, in some of those neighborhoods. I mean, I live off of Fraser Street now, and we know that that's a really kind of a hopping, multicultural yes. part of the city. So, yeah, I, I think uh, that South Vancouver piece is really key. And, of course, Marine Gateway, Marpole, there's a new community center that's break, uh, broken ground this year. Um, so a lot of exciting things happening for the South Side, too. And just on the public safety piece of that, do you think Vancouver will feel differently? Will people notice that, feel safer in 2024? You know, I'm going to take uh, sort of the two things that we committed to, which was to hire 100 new police officers, and, uh, and we called it mental health nurses, 100 mental health nurses. 
Um, the the police officer, we can sort of check that box. I think we've hired about uh, about 120 or so uh, new officers, and that includes some that have been lost due to retirements or or just uh, they've left our other forces. So we've been able to kind of rebalance the the, uh, the force to you know, losses that go back um, as far as 2013, where we were really below the actual number for population numbers. Um, and we've been working closely with Vancouver Coastal Health. I'm actually really excited about this. So they kind of took, and, and let's face it, cities don't generally um, get into the healthcare space. It's, it's, you know, it comes on property, uh, property uh, taxpayers um, and but it was a risk that we decided to take, and now we're up to, I think, a couple of dozen, and, and, the, and Coastal Health has a, a plan to expand that force to over 50 later this year, and that will keep going. And, and the great thing that we're hearing from Coastal Health is the Ministry of Health is looking at this very closely. And if it, is a, if it works, I mean, if the, the, the idea that we would have um, you know, either police officers paired in car 87, car 88 style program where they would be in unmarked cars, non-uniformed, uh, just working alongside with a mental health nurse. So in a crisis situation, they can make sure that everybody remains safe. Or some of the social workers that we're expanding on, uh, they're going to be, again, able to help with people who are in distress. I, it's a part of, of the piece that I think had been missing for a long time, mm-hmm. and certainly the pandemic made it a lot worse. So if, if, this thing, if this thing works the way we are, I think we're going to see it, and I think we're going to see more provincial involvement as well. Well, Councillor Klassen, thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. Uh, Simi, all the best to you and, and, uh, and to all of your listeners for the new year.